This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. everybody, welcome to the joy of living creatively. My name is Eric Maisel, and this week I'll be introducing you to a new writer in a series I'm calling Editors Take Notice. As a creativity coach, I know how hard it is for writers to get noticed, and so I've invited several aspiring novelists to introduce themselves to you, and maybe catch the ear of a literary agent or an editor in the process. Today, I'd like you to meet Dan Holloway. Here is Dan in his own words. Dan decided to be an author when he was six, and his mother came home and told him she'd met a gypsy in town. You have a son, the gypsy told her. Yes, she answered nervously. He's six years old. His mother waited edgily. He will make his fortune with pen and paper, the gypsy said, and headed off into the crowds. Dan is now 37. After trying his hand at adventure stories as a nine-year-old, spending his teens writing poetry, dabbling his twenties away with short stories and his early thirties writing travelogues, he had just completed his second novel, Songs from the Other Side of the Wall, the story of Sandrine, a teenage girl growing up in post-communist Hungary. It's a salutary tale for parents everywhere. Be careful what you tell your kids. They might just listen. Songs from the Other Side of the World begins on 31 December 2006. Sandrine is 17. Her English mother went home when Sandrine was a week old, the day the Berlin Wall came down. Sandrine has dreamed her whole life of leaving her father's vineyard in Hungary and following her mother to the West. Now she is preparing to play at a concert in Bucharest to mark Romania's accession to the EU. She has a place waiting at the Sorbonne, and she is in love with mysterious Englishwoman Claire. Life is about to begin at last. But when midnight strikes, an act of random violence shatters Sandrine's dreams, leaving Claire dead, and Sandrine has to rebuild her life out of the rubble. She embarks on an obsessive quest for information about Claire that will ultimately reconnect her with her mother, her father, and her country. A year later, she is finally happy, studying art in Budapest, living with bohemian sculptress Yang. Then news comes that her father is dying, his last wish that his only child come home and run the family business with its 300 years of tradition. Sandrine must make the hardest choice of her life, turn her back on the past or abandon her future. Set in the vineyards of Tokay in northern Hungary, the ivory towers of Oxford, the cosmopolitan art scene of Budapest, and the virtual world of online anti-capitalist chat rooms, Songs from the Other Side of the World is the story of a life torn between East and West, past and present, real and imaginary, family and lovers, of a journey across Europe and cyberspace with diaries that appear from nowhere a talking bull, and an elderly fashion mogul who may be telepathic, and of a remarkable life-affirming choice 
that shows what it really means to live every second of life in the present. The novel subject matter grew out of the author's travels with his wife in Eastern Europe and a selection of very disparate cultural passions. It drew on Murakami's haunting love stories, Norwegian Wood, and Sputnik's Sweetheart, and Kioslovsko's semi-supernatural tale of lost on identity, The Double Life of Veronique. At the same time, Holloway's passion for modern art and culture runs right through the novel. Art student Sandrine and her lover Yang reference Tracy Emin, Damien Hirst, and Sam Taylor Wood in their sculpture. Sandrine's music mimics the style of post-punk icons the Pixies, as well as chic French songstress Emily Loiseau. And amongst the lyrical stylized prose, there are occasional stark bursts of political violence, reminiscent of films like La Haine or A Clockwork Orange. Songs from the Other Side of the Wall shares its title with the blog kept by 17-year-old Sandrine and sums up the central themes of dislocation, longing, and the political landscape of post-communist Europe. One of the novel's complexities is Sandrine's longing for life in the West. In many ways, the categories in which she thinks have more in common with her parents' generation and the Western public than they do with her peers, something that only adds to her sense of dislocation. Locating much of the story on the internet made the author realize the possibilities new technologies offer the novelist. So much so that Holloway's next book, The Man Who Painted Agnieszka's Shoes, will be written wholly online on a Facebook group of the same name. He intends not only to let readers experience every mistake he makes and see through making all of his rewrites available, the way plot lines and characters evolve, but also to let readers themselves dictate the direction the book takes. This, he believes, is the best thing the Internet has to offer writers, a direct connection to their readers, not mediated by publishers, editors, or other peddlers of taste. At its heart, Songs from the Other Side of the Wall is a story about the universals of longing and loss, the desire for identity, and the experience of not belonging. These tensions run throughout, but find their expression most vividly in the artworks that punctuate the work. From the opening chapter sculpture of 100 Balloons Without String to the closing video installation of Sandrine's lover, Yang, cut in two as she sleeps, it is art that provides the most powerful distillation of the novel's characters and themes. Dan Holloway can be reached by email through his website, www.songsfromtheothersideofthewall.co.uk, or through the Facebook group, The Man Who Painted Agnieszka's Shoes. That's A-G-N-I-E-S-Z-K-A, Agnieszka's Shoes. <laughs> that ends today's show. Tune in next week when I'll feature another aspiring novelist. To learn more about my books and coaching services, please visit www.ericmazel.com. That's E-R-I-C-M-A-I-S-E-L.com. Have an excellent week.
find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.